Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, March 28th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolcher. And I'm Brett Goodman. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We've taken the past couple of weeks off since I was out of town, and so it feels really good to be back with you again talking about Scripture. So before we get to our passage today, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, as we come to you this day to read and to hear and to study your word, we pray that you would illuminate a new truth to us, a new aspect of who you are, a new understanding of your love. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Our passage today is from the 18th chapter of John's Gospel, verses 28 through 40. This comes at really what's the beginning of the Passion Narrative. Jesus has been taken to Caiaphas and found guilty by the Jewish leadership, and now we will find him headed to Pilate's. So let's begin John 18, verses 28 through 40. Then they took Jesus from Caiaphas to Pilate's headquarters. It was early in the morning. They themselves did not enter the headquarters so as to avoid ritual defilement and to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered, If this man were not a criminal, we would not have handed him over to you. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your law. But the Jews replied, We are not permitted to put anyone to death. This was to fulfill what Jesus had said, when he indicated the kind of death he was to die. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priest have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Pilate asked him, What is truth? Now, After he had said this, he went out to the Jews again and told them, I find no case against him. But you have a custom that I release someone for you at the Passover. Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? They shouted in reply, not this man, but Barabbas. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. 
Tara, before we get into our scripture, we've been off for two weeks. How are you? How was your two weeks? My two weeks were like four days of rest and reading and being a total lump. And then what was it? Like another 10 days of being bored. <laughs> um, I did get a lot of work done, a lot of study, which I needed to do. But um, as a person who tends to be surrounded with people, um, I was alone and it was quiet. Thank heavens for little Gussie, my pup who came with. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. During those two weeks, my parents came into town, which was I hate that lovely. I missed them. I know. They, they they planned it to come right when you were gone. I don't know what animosity is there. You might need to speak I don't to them know. about it. But it was great. Uh, it's always fun when your uh, family can meet the community that you're a part of. Uh, so that was lovely. And I think, actually, a church member asked me this, and I've been, I think it's the first time that they've seen me preach in person. Um because I've always been, they came out during my ordination, but you preached that sermon. Uh, so I think it was the mm. first time they pre- heard me, got to see me preach in person, which was pretty special. So By all accounts, they were just loved on by this church. Oh, this yeah. church adores you, and they were happy to tell your parents all about it. And my parents were happy to hear all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as someone who's raising a, a teenagers, I'm sure they were like, we weren't sure how it was going to go for a few oh, years I'm there. sure of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure of that. Uh, But to our scripture, uh, you kind of have set us up of where we're at in the story of Jesus. And why do you think it's important to read this passage uh, during Lent? So I think it's, well, first of all, let me back up. My conception of Lent, Mm -hmm. right, the way I kind of define it in layman's terms is that it is a time to examine ourselves so that when we come to Easter morning, we have reconciled ourselves as, be- as best we can with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I mean by that is it's a time to say, am I spending enough time in my devotion or in scripture? Am I um, serving in the world the way that I want to be? So that's that's what Lent is in a nutshell, I think. And then we read this passage um, because we see Jesus who has um, told the Jewish authorities over and over again where their sin was and how they needed to be reconciled to God. And, um, And they're so angry they're willing to kill him. I think in the same way Jesus is also in his conversation with Pilate You know, Pilate, I imagine, would have seen himself as this powerful ruler. And by most historical accounts, he was pretty brutal um, and, you know, wielded with an iron fist. But it's interesting because Jesus is pointing out that, you know, this small Jewish sect is forcing him to act in a way where he wouldn't have. He's showing that he really has no power. Um, in a sense. And so I feel like we read this passage um, in order to see how Jesus called other people to change and how that is borne out in his life. That was long-winded. No, that was great. Give us an alternate. uh, (laughs) Give us a better answer, please. Uh, You know, and and thinking about, you know, how we think about Lent, one of the ways I... um, a biblical story that I always think of that makes me um, 
that sums up Lent in just like a really short way is the story of when Joshua takes over as leader of the Israelites and they're going to cross the River Jordan into the Promised Land. And, um, and Joshua tells the, the whole nation of Israel, go and purify yourself for tomorrow you'll see the Lord do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's what we, th- that, that Lent is the go and purify yourself. Go through that, that ritual of self-examination, that ritual of looking inside yourself because God is going to do something and be ready for it. And that's what we look for in Easter. Um, Can I piggyback and also say that's also a really good place before they go into the promised land where it also says, um, when the Lord your God leads you into this land where there are fine homes filled with things that you did not fill, Hmm. when there is food that you did not grow, take care to remember the Lord your God. And for me living this life of really privilege, no matter how you look at it. Um, It's important to remember um, all the things that the Lord God has done for me Mm -hmm. and live accordingly. Mm -hmm. So those kind of go together. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's the, uh, it's the, um, it's the the grace of Easter that that sums up, right? Yeah. Um, But how, how I think that, you know, this can help us in that self-preparation is is exactly to what you were pointing to is this idea of power uh, constantly through the entirety of Jesus' life and especially in the Gospel of John. There's so much irony of Jesus flipping power on his head, um, yeah. and and yet and yet uh, Lent uh, personally for myself Lent is a time of always looking of like, am I searching out the wrong kind of power? Um, and so a- a- am I searching out uh, this political power, this this fist to yield, wield um, uh, to to climb the ladder to whatever? Um, and and Jesus is, uh, and yet even at the person, the person who's at the pinnacle of this pilot, which we'll talk about this on Friday, is, you know, there. Uh, he's ruling over this this group of people and still he asked this question what is truth um and so that there is still a yearning uh even in those positions uh that is satisfied in in christ um i like looking at it through your lens of power um because when you look at it through that lens you really see how the religious leaders and even Pilate are constantly trying to justify condemning jesus without justification you know as a former debater, mm-hmm. it cracks me up when, uh, you know, Pilate says, what accusation do they bring? And they were like, listen, if he weren't a criminal, we wouldn't have handed him over to you. Right. That's a logical <laughs> yeah. fallacy. Yeah. That is a circular argument. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I just, he challenges their power and then he talks about his kingdom hmm. and we know that his kingdom will be built on suffering and death and powerlessness that blooms again in love and grace. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, good stuff right there. I'm going to lead us out with a quote from Carl Jung, who has said that everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. Oh, man. But none of us want to. Wow, (laughs) was he talking directly to me there? (laughs) Uh, Thank you all for being with us once again. It is good to be back with you. Uh, We'll be back again on Wednesday. But until then, may you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you.
Amen. Amen. 